So you're inside Night Moods. Our new we're doing something new on Night Moods. This is a podcast, but once a month, we're gonna be talking about relationships, faith and relationships, the death of relationships. And so we're gonna be live streaming on a different platforms with our resident resident relationship guru <laughs> joining me here in the lab she's in the studio i'm in the captain's chair and she's in the co-captain's chair um justine is with us today say hi justine hello hello hope everyone's doing well today everyone's doing well i, I believe everyone's doing well now you can follow us on night mood hq wherever you listen to your favorite podcast channels just type in night moods hq it's n-i-t-e-m-o-o-d-z hq for the headquarters and i'm kind of excited justin we're gonna i've been like buzzing all week and kind of doing like this soft prepared like get my mental to think about what we're going to be doing so i've been kind of excited to drop our first what is, would this be the inaugural event of heart to heart with justine Yes, it is. Sweet. Okay, well, we're going to go all in. So hopefully you can hear me on the live streams. Um, welcome in. Every month we're going to be talking about faith and relationships. Now, if you have a question on faith and or relationships, whether you're in a marriage or you're in a boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other type deal, you want to send your emails to nightmoodshdq at gmail.com. I'm going to spell this out. Let's We've been getting some emails like, hey, we can't find your email anywhere. It's N-I-T-E-M-O-O-D-Z-H-D-Q at gmail.com. There is that. So before we get started, I must do this because today's episode is brought to you in part by our friends at Logos Bible Software. Logos combines digital books with intelligent software to help you study the Bible deeply. You can do word studies with one click, search for virtually anything in your Bible, and enjoy dozens of features that help you see more in Scripture. It's like having a personal Bible study research assistant. Click on the link in this episode in the description to get your copy of Logos 10. Now, full disclaimer, I've been using Logos Faith Life Partners since 2009, so I enjoy the product. I love the product. I wouldn't be sponsoring it. Or marketing if I didn't believe in a product. So get your hands on. It's going to help you understand the scriptures. Kind of really kind of a cool product to get. So here we are. Yeah, slow down. I just got like my third win. <laughs> <laughs> got my third win. So here we go. This is the first installment. And I'm excited to have you on board with this. You know, we thought about this about a month back. Um, you can listen to myself and Justine on two of our interviews. And so... We were getting some awesome reviews, and so we thought, I thought, what would it be like to have our resident relationship guru monthly for a season? You know, nothing, never, you know, it's never indefinite, but so we have Justine here, and we're going to be talking about faith and relationships on this episode. It's really kind of cool. So you may want to take some notes, um, push record on your device, or I don't know, have your Bible. Yes. Doesn't matter, but we're going to get all in. Um, and you're doing okay today. Yes, I am. How are, how are you and Jill? How's everything over there? Everything, I turned the volumes up on the mics here. Everything is okay. You know, we have been talking and hammering out conversations. And so I'm sitting here thinking of all my mentors. And, you know, you have been lumped in with the mentor to me. Mm -hmm. um, conversation, authentic conversation. And living in the moment, processing what all the reasons, why's, and getting all the answers, but having a platform of how to go forward. And I'm, I'm learning, like, Jill, we were talking about this last night as we were swiping bugs. Now, you can see me on camera. I'm actually swiping bugs. We were <laughs> at the park, and it was like a bevy of gnats over. Like, we were like two cows, and they were just all over the place. Oof. She was like, it took us eight years to get here in this moment. And so we've been talking every night. Um, she's been exhausted. She's gone through it. Um, there's a difference between being in a spiritual attack and under the government of a spiritual attack. Massive. Yeah. And so she's been, you know, really, really exhausted. Um, but we've been making time and effort to do what we did in high school. And it was like, why weren't we doing this 
and the, 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 the question is, answer is because I was putting everything else first, you know? Yeah. So it's been really cool. We've been, we've been doing that and um, just re-engaging communication, but it's truth, not dancing around it. And I yeah. remember some of your tweets, which is really kind of cool. Think about your tweets back in January and February. Mm-hmm. And this popped into my head. So I think we'll start here. It takes work to build whatever building, a marriage or relationship. It just takes work. Mm-hmm. Take all hands on deck from your spouse and yourself or your mate and yourself or your boyfriend or girlfriend. It just takes work. Yeah. And some people don't want to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're okay. But it had me thinking, putting in the work. You know, marriage takes work. I've known Jill for since 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm dating myself, but that's okay. But it takes work to build the structure that we want to build. And then I was thinking about, um, I should have wrote them down, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull them up. Every floor, there's like this patio that we can kind of build a deck on and kind of see like the future of our marriage the future mm-hmm. of what our family, what we, what we desire to want now. So that's what I've been thinking about is how to build the layers of a relationship, mm-hmm. which I've never done before. And you had like six tweets talking about building, but building through pain. Mm-hmm. And how many don't want to build through pain? Yeah. Tag, you're it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think I saw a quote today. It says, uh, it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's from C.S. Lewis. And uh, anything in life, it does take work, whether it be career, yourself, family. And at a certain point, I feel people get really lazy or comfortable and they mm-hmm. stop putting in that work. So especially in marriage, um, what are you guys doing for each other? What do you guys do together? Are you guys working as a team? Do, does the husband help around the house while you cook? It's like it, you know, just like raising a child takes a village. Well, same thing with marriage. It's like you have to make sure that you're checking all those things off the list in order to keep things maintained and you don't get to that point where either things die out or that comfortability will really, that complacency will really uh, hinder growth and just that bond. There has to be that bond and connection that stays intact. I'm going to ask you some questions around this, because I think this is really kind of awesome to start out. Can it be, what's the question I want to ask? Say what I mean, mean what I say. It's going to be fun, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some of us some okay i'm obviously a guy and you're obviously a, a girl mm-hmm. um i have learned over the past few months autopilot is a real thing when you're talking yes. about building autopilot is a real thing mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't want to take the, push the button to get off of autopilot because yeah. then we got we got to put in some work but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm learning autopilot is a real thing. What what have you done in your relationship um, to bypass that autopilot? Um, I think the easiest and most obvious would be date nights. So planning the date nights, doing something that's um, either surprising your significant other, doing something sweet, buying them something and them not expecting it. Like that kind of snaps you out of that autopilot. Also with uh, me and my boyfriend, we have a list of things that we want to check off. Yeah. And that will really keep things going because we have so many things on that list and we're constantly adding on to it. And especially with social media, you're going to see, check these places out, try this. And you're like, oh shoot, I got to add that onto the list. So we have zip lining, we have rock climbing, well, indoor rock climbing, um, we have places that we want to go eat at. So just little things like that really just keeps things kind of out of gear. And then of course, there's also like now that the weather is getting hotter, we're like, okay, we have to go to the pool. 
Um, you know, we'll go to the jacuzzi just to change things up because, you know, it's like life is sometimes it can be redundant. Sometimes we're just so caught up in work and mm-hmm. you want to get out of that and, you know, just spice things up. Now, you guys seem like you're kind of the the out there risking it all. You said rock climbing, zip lining. Are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I do not like heights, but it's definitely a bucket list thing. Like I've done skydiving and I just want to say that I tried it once, but honestly I was like, okay, one time and I didn't love it. So I was like, never again, never again, you know, but at least I tried it. Um, And that's a cool thing about doing things out of your comfort zone or kind of facing your fears is you realize how your mind would react. So for me with skydiving, unfortunately I was the last person to jump out of the plane, but yeah. And, and luckily I just was able to control my mind into not freaking out and backing (laughs) out of it. So for me, I was just like, okay, like I'm just going to keep my mind blank. And then before I know it, I'm going to be back on the ground, you know? And so that's exactly what happened. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're both fitness enthusiasts. You know, we're both fitness enthusiasts. We love the outdoors. We always try to get this, you know, um, vitamin D and, <laughs> and all those things. So, I mean, it's wow. it's nice. Yeah. So, you guys, now, now, do you create a bucket list like monthly or just something you do like on a weekly thing? So, I'm asking for me now because now you got me. Now you got me <laughs> thinking here. I'm like, I don't know if I'm zipping. I don't think I could. I know Jill would never zip one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for us, like, there's um, Apple Notes. And so I have, like, the notes. And every time we're like, oh, we should add this to the note, then we'll just kind of add it in. So it's not really, like, a, you know, a timed thing. It's just more okay. in the whim. But there was the one time where we sat down and we're like, okay, let's come out with a list. So we came out with our initial list. And then now we've just been adding on to it, adding on to it. Okay, I gotta throw this one out here. You 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 did this tweet. Now I'm telling you, she's a tweet queen. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that when she puts something out there, it's just gonna be one liner. She's gonna drop it and keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, April seventh. Okay. Find you a man that has you in your feminine energy more than your masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that actually on social media. So I can't take credit for that. But, you know, it really got me thinking when I'm mad, when I'm upset, I get into this masculine, like, I'm good. You know, I don't need you like, you know, and, and it's just like this, like, defense mechanism, this wall. Uh, Some people might call it an avoidant attachment type of thing instead of a secure attachment style. Uh So you have to actually be with someone that makes you feel comfortable feeling that feminine yeah. side, which is very soft, very nurturing. Um, you're 100% completely okay with just being feminine. And, you know, for me, I feel driven to, to take care of my man, whether it's through cooking or doing the laundry, cleaning mm-hmm. the house, you know, and so it's like you have to be with someone that really brings that out of you and that you'll feel comfortable and safe in. So right. it, that's exactly what it means, because I know that, you know, when when I am faced with a difficult time in the relationship, I'm like, no, nope, I'm good. I don't need a man, you know, and then like in reality, you're like, OK, well, let's just take it down a notch, you know, and uh, you got to learn to communicate better than, than to just put up that defense mechanism, that wall. Yeah. I think listening to you and then that tweet, I was sitting there like, I didn't, I didn't comment on it. Cause I was like, man, how do I comment on that? But then again, <laughs> it's like, I don't think it's for me to even comment, but because we all males are like always this fix it. And here's the answer and, and let's just move forward. Right. Yeah. And there's, that's okay, but then that's not okay. There's times where we just need to take that walk in the valley and just kind of listen and understand what our spouse or our girlfriend are thinking. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and that feeling. And I think we circumvent all that where we just, you know, we, I don't know, it's the best, what's the word I want to say? When we minimize how she's feeling, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's also common in men too. They minimize their feeling because they're like, oh, oh I'm she- a man. Yeah. Like I, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't cry. I shouldn't feel any emotion or show any feelings. So, you know, it's like you, you also don't want to be that either, especially in a relationship. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that can go down a whole bunch of bunny rabbits with, you know, how guys were raised if they were raised by a single parent or if their, their dad at the house was this macho, macho, you know, you can only show emotions. Um, when you're in pain, but you know, guys never show their emotions. And I'm like, uh, bump all that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think emotions are healthy, even in your relationship to, to see your spouse, to see Jill, seeing me cry. Um, we were listening to a recording and somewhere, something in the recording that I was uh, a guest speaker on, they asked me a question about the relationship and yeah. it, I was listening back to my response. And it took me back to that moment. And she looked at me and she did, she did one of those like, Oh, I, I'm like, yeah, it took me back to how much I truly miss you and and, and mm. how much I truly realize my errors and not minimizing my errors saying, well, you know, it was her fault. She she made me, she made me do this. She made me do that. Blah, 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 blah. I think as guys, we're talking about relationships mm-hmm. and we're going to be transparent on this. Once a month, yeah. we're going to come in. We're going to be transparent. We're just not going to give you some some superficial, make you feel good. You know, you might get some homework assignments coming out mm-hmm. of uh, with heart to heart with Justine here. I think with guys, we have to undress ourselves. Yeah. And be okay with, with undressing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, just being vulnerable, it takes your relationship to a different level. So just being 100% honest um, in your feelings, in your truth, and sharing that with your partner and being 100% authentic because you have to realize you're two different individuals. It's completely understandable that one person might be feeling this way, another person might be feeling that way. Because there's been multiple times where in my relationship, I'm like, oh, wow, I had no idea I was making you feel that way. There was no intention to do that. I didn't purposely try to do that. And so it's really about understanding where it's coming from and then even um unraveling childhood traumas or the way that you were raised that's that has a huge impact on how the person uh reacts and deals with things uh some people could just shut down completely some people like me like i'll distance myself so you'll know when i'm upset when i'm just either quiet or i distance myself Mm -hmm. uh and so all those things come up and that in turn is going to make or break your relationship but in the making it's going to just make it stronger and I feel that's what a lot of people have to work on now is the communication portion um even for me I never stop learning in anything that I do so not just career-wise but relationship-wise is just as important um family-wise, just as important. I listen to different podcasts, uh, whether it's a relationship expert, whether it's a TEDx talk, just so I can learn how to better understand myself, understand anyone in my friend group or relationship-wise. And it's just, you should never, you should never stop learning about that because there are so many things that you can learn um, and it's only going to better your connections. Two things I want to throw at you because you said something, being safe with your partner. Mm -hmm. I think that is like, if there's a pinnacle up there with communication, it would have to, you know, especially in this day and age with the way relationships are are breaking up or, or, or deteriorating because of, innuendos or, or, or a sidebar or something like that but what does safety look like safety looks like peace you mm. should be at peace with your partner i've seen so many toxic couples that are just 
bogging each other down and they don't even realize it because they subconsciously are doing it and they've gotten comfortable in that. So mm. it there's a way to talk to your partner. Um, let's say if you have a baby and your partner's out and isn't really checking up on you, okay, then you should go up to your partner and be like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Instead of being like, you are never around, I'm raising this baby by myself. Like there's other ways to go about it. Right. Um, and so it, it's just, yeah, like it, there's for one safety, it means peace Two, feeling comfortable in your vulnerability with them. That's when you know that, okay, I feel safe. Um, a big thing too, is that true goofy side, um, that's feeling safe. Like I can sing and dance and be silly around my partner and that's safety in itself because a lot of people don't really see that side of me and mm -hmm. um so little things like that um that's definitely safety and of course um i would say the biggest sign to show if you do feel safe around your partner is during the turbulent moments um yeah that that will really show you if you do feel safe. And uh, I actually just got a call from one of my girlfriends and she's just going through a really hard time with her partner. And I'm like, man, like, because he walked away during a fight, left her in a bad part of the neighborhood mm -hmm. and just was two blocks away. And so she just started to break down. And I told her, I was like, well, if you can't feel safe around your partner, if you, um, if, if they're not concerned for your safety, if uh, you can't really get through to them and if they're bringing out this ugly side of you, then maybe it's time to reconsider because you want to be with someone that brings out the best in you while you bring out the best in them. And then you guys are supporting one another and just, and that's, that's to say, because when you love someone, you should love the way that they love you. So, oh, that's good, Justine. Yeah. So, you. I, like, tweet that one. Make that a tweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should. I should. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's it's truly that person makes you love yourself just by the way that they love you. Because sometimes you don't feel great. And sometimes you're like, man, like life is really hard right now. I feel like I'm not getting a lot done. I feel like I'm not where I need to be. But when you're with your partner, you're like, man, everything feels at peace. So I think that, I mean, it's a very long answer, but yes, that's, that's safety in your partner. Oh, I love, I love how you, you expounded on on that answer because it's, gosh, I know how to, how do you even say that? Because peace, safety is trust. Yes. And the way you put, you unpack that and you had to unpack it that way because mm -hmm. you just can't like say, okay, I'm going to look at the, I'm going to look at the, the, the external and we'll be with the, okay, with the external with never realizing that you're connected to what's on the in, internal, what's in, what's on the inside. Yeah. And I'm sitting there just kind of visualizing what that looks like. And, and maybe guys should spend more time walking around holding. It may look crazy because we do goofy things for love anyway. Right guys. So I'm like holding on to who you're connected with and why are you connected with who you're connected with? What's that? Mm -hmm. Why, mm -hmm. you know, that safety, that peace, that joy, do, do they love themselves because how the way you love them? I just messed it up. What you just said. No, that's but, perfect. I, I think, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. And I think it's also even um, in spirituality, right? You have to have faith in God. So you have to trust that, he has a plan and he knows what he's doing and you are just making sure that you stay connected and you are doing what the father wants you to do. Um, that in itself is also a very good sign of trust and feeling safe, um, being vulnerable and comfortable, communicating, praying, mm -hmm. conversing. It's the perfect example. Um, just that, that faith and relationship that you have with God, you should also feel that with your partner because love is spiritual. So, you know, it goes hand in hand. Oh my gosh, you're killing me here. You're killing me <laughs> here. Um, 
I love the segue because now I'm going to throw out, you're talking about faith and love. Mm -hmm. Faith in love, love in faith with your partner. It's kind of like that dance. It's kind of like those Olympic rings and how they're like connected. Yeah. You know, and you made this tweet, follow through with your word. It guarantees success in so many different areas of your life. Mm -hmm. Now, if I just take that tweet and like put it in a relationship and faith, follow through with your word to your mate. Uh -huh. It guarantees success in so many different areas of your relationship. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, I kind of turned it, made it. I, that's what I do. Like, you tweet, I'll twist it so I can make it personal. You yeah. mean, you know, that's what you're doing. But I just think, like what you're saying, faith is up there at, at the pinnacle. Like, there's so many aspects of relationship up there at the top of the mountain. I just think that most people just don't want to climb. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is, you know, when it comes to faith for me personally in a relationship, um, it's really nice to have a partner that understands Christianity and understands what a true relationship with God is. Um, yeah. It's it's huge, you know, and, and I have actually the uh, what's the love love is kind love is what verse is that like Perfect i have that call. yeah i have that <laughs> in my room you have that too <laughs> yeah it's actually on my uh i have a dreamcast board it's actually there jill has it in the war room and so yeah we, we definitely have it yeah it's literally hanging in my room but on top of that based off what you said when it comes to vows um people don't take if they don't take that word to heart and they don't put that make it concrete it's just yeah. it's useless so i mean you have to stick to your word um make sure that you everything you promise your partner you're day in and day out working to actually do it yeah. is first corinthians 13 verses 4 through 12 you're listening to what Justine is talking about. It, I, I'm going to co-sign. You need to like put it on a sheet of paper, put a, a special font for yourself, put some color on it, make it personal, and print the bad boy. Yep. Print it yeah. and then add it to your refrigerator. Yeah. But love is patient. And for me, I realized I was never a patient person with yeah. you. Married to Jill. But pre-marriage, I was always patient. Mm. What should I say always patient? I was more patient pre-marriage than I was in marriage. And Why now do you think that is? Oh gosh. Um selfishness. Mm. What well, yeah, that would have to be because I wanted things how I wanted to see things. And um looking back, it demeaned and 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 it did not place value honor. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if she couldn't get something done when I need to get done, like, you know, I'm thinking I can do that, like, in this time or or I needed this done, like, over here, but you did it around the way. It still got done, but out of my selfishness, yeah, um, I realized, for me, that's something I had to trade with Jesus earlier this year. Mm. I had to trade my selfishness, you know. Mm -hmm. My responsibility to, and I, and I have this word over me, you know, have patience with Jill. And so mm -hmm. now I, re I remind myself what is printed out, like First Corinthians 13, 4 through 12. It starts off, love is patient. Yeah. So as I'm listening to her, and now I'm, I'm being aware of listening more than what I was. Because for me, I'm thinking of pre-marriage. Because we're, we're different people when we're dating in the dating scene and we're wanting to get to know where you know we're taking the time to make sure we're checking all the boxes and paying attention and realizing maybe i should open a door or what is she actually saying what was she meaning that was i listening to what she was saying mm -hmm. right so yeah for me it was it was moments of being selfish because of my own agenda on mm. my relationship yeah instead of seeing her side of the relationship first and in many aspects, how we can kind of blend them mm -hmm. to see together. 
because mm-hmm. I do this teaching, like when I, I, you know, I'm like, I'm counseling couples, but here I am not doing what I'm counseling. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So back to back, we're facing. And so we should be able to see 365 degrees, 360 degrees, because peripheral, if I'm looking at my side. And so the exercise is like, you tell me what you're looking at. Uh-huh. And then I will do my best to remember it. And at the same, when you're done, I will tell you what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And then we'll repeat each other what we're looking at so that we can begin to be in harmony. And that's like what we're doing now. It's kind of interesting. Yes. I'm telling you harmony and balance. It's like, it's almost like yin and yang, but then you're trying to get to that center ground where you're like, okay, here's why I feel this way. Here's why my partner feels this way. Um, How do we come to the center and meet where we're like, okay, here's what I'm going to do to make sure that you don't feel that way or um, just we're, we have to come together and somehow uh, just mesh because we're, we are two different people. And that patience, I mean, there's a reason I feel it's the first part of the love is list. Mm-hmm. Um because without it, nothing else I feel will work. Um, so I, I, yeah, I love that verse. I, I, I look at it every day. I think individuals will begin to sabotage relationships when they remove being patient with each other. Yes. Those short, like, attacks and you almost lose the respect aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's when you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you, you want to take care of your partner and you want the best for them. They should want the best for you, especially when kids get in the mix and finances and all those things. It's just got to be a team. You know, there's going to mm-hmm. be times where your partner might be down, you might be doing a little better, just got to meet. Make sure that, you know, you're balancing out that scale. Uh, but I I just see that too often now where people are either disrespecting one another. They, um, they seem to glorify like the, the toxic woman and how she might be the more attractive. They always like, oh, I want a little, I want her to be a little crazy, <laughs> you know? Right, but- right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like you want that peace in the household. You want a woman that um, I just watched a, a documentary. Oh, it's a docu series actually. Of I think it's I don't want to butcher his name, but he's a soccer player, Chris, Christian Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he is such a respectful man. Um, he, from the get go, he's like, I want a good woman that can raise my family, give them good teachings. Um, just a respectable woman. And, you know, it's like, I feel a lot of men need to strive for that rather than what's being glorified um, in the public eye. Well, I think they call that old fashioned love, which yeah. this generation, I, I don't know. It's, it's It happens in all generations, but yeah. it's that like, they, they, there's that thing like chivalry is dead. Mm-hmm. No, when you put in the work and you work at being patient, you work at, being safe around your spouse, like what you said, being vulnerable, yeah. um, work at respecting that she's okay or he's okay with you right. in their mess, mm-hmm. in their junk, and you're okay. And then there's that word of trust, because I think trust has to be along with that. You have to be able to trust who you're patient with, who you're kind to. Um, you know, that's first Corinthians 13, four through 12 there, but it's that, oh, that's old fashioned. Men, men don't do that now. No, yeah. men do. Because if you're raising your, your boy uh-huh. or you're raising your little girl, what to look for, then you want them to look for something that resembles how you treat their mother. Exactly. And that's like, it's like when people say like, the Bible is so old. Why, why do you still follow those teachings? You know, we're, we're in like uh, this era, this new era. It's like, no, like, why would you want to take that teaching out and have it die out? Cause 
I mean, for me, one of the things that really attracted me actually to my boyfriend was the chivalrous part. Um, You know, he walked me to my car, he opened my door, you know, and like those things are just, I mean, I told him right then and there, I was like, wow, men do not do this anymore. And he was like, really? And I was like, yes, like it's, it's so Mm -hmm. rare. Same thing with, um, never letting the, the child or the woman walk on the side of the street. I'm, like, I'm right there. No, yeah. can't do it. <laughs> and same thing with, uh, well, actually, it's Bedros, um, this podcaster, Bedros, that I listened to. Uh, he was coming out with that list. And that's the list that I have posted on Twitter recently. But but that list was such a good list for men. and But instead, we have men that are looking up to people like Andrew Tate and like these macho on the yeah. outside men that have yeah. huge egos. And it's like, yeah. no, it's, it's better to be a soft man that can be a warrior or a fighter when the time is necessary. But, okay. you know, it's like, yeah, the whole show Maria is dead thing to me. It's like, well, do you want it to die? Why would you want it to die? Cause I, I love, you know, like I'm so grateful for, men who can pick up heavy things, who can be stronger. Mm -hmm. I'm totally fine Mm -hmm. with that. I'm always saying in relationships, make sure you make your man feel like a man, you know, Um, when it comes to finances, raising your children, you guys have different ways of going about it, but they're both extremely necessary. Um, It's the reason why we're biologically different. Our brains are created differently where we're using different parts of our brains female versus male, more testosterone. So it's it's so important to have both roles and not try to overstep. That's huge right there. Man, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I mean, even in our our circles, and our circle is really small, but, you know, you kind of hear, hear the talk. And I look at Jill, I'm like, man, you, and it's our, it's our, it's our joke between us. I always say you married up because you just said, women will emasculate their men and they'll do it in public places mm-hmm. and vice versa. You know, we've, we've had a couple that uh, don't have a problem being toxic to each other. And so we're like, like, dude, you got to calm down. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're talking to your daughter, you're talking to your grandmother, you're talking to your mother mm-hmm. and you honestly think that's going to fly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she treats me this way. And I said, well, you know, we are to understand our spouse. And I was going to talk about this real quick because you brought this up. Mm-hmm. The word says that a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. Mm-hmm. And like even in Genesis, it talk, the father is talking about that he had to produce a helpmate. So for me, that means that my spouse, you being a a stronger in the moment to help your mate to support your mate even when when i am weak jill has always been there to to lean in and to help me walk and so i love that word help mate mm-hmm. and so many i don't know religions faith of uh, traditions have destroyed that word mm-hmm. um, but the help mate is critical yeah in God's marriage. And mm-hmm. so we mean it, we devalue it when we mistreat it, mis- misappropriate, misappropriate our spouse, our girlfriends. Because if we're doing it, it's going to be a cycle or it's going to increase into something greater. Yes. It's a habit. Yeah. And behind closed doors, it's really tearing your relationship apart and there's a hole in it. So you don't want any holes, missing screws. Um, I always live by the quote, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're comfortable talking to your spouse like that, if you're comfortable treating your spouse like that, um, later on down the road, it is going to hinder and deteriorate the relationship. Um, and, and I have firsthand experience of it because I tend to always have like this short answer attitude when it comes to my mom. Cause of course I'm the most comfortable with her and she, mm-hmm. 
you know, she'll tell me, she's like, you need to stop doing that. That's going to ruin your relationships, whether it's friendships, whatever. She's like, you know, um, because it really hurts me when you do that. And that's when you're like, oh, well, I don't want to hurt the person that I love the most. Mm -hmm. Um, And so little things like that, you know, you have to check it and not get comfortable in that habit because it will make you who you are and you want to make sure you're not that type of person you want to have that relationship at least for myself i want to have the relationship where 20 30 40 years down the line 80 years old still cute still funny still the couple that people look up to um Mm -hmm. kids grandkids and so on they're like man like i want that because you only see a handful of those now um you know but it's just what you want to strive for and kind of what's on the vision board um i really don't like how uh there's that whole feminist movement of just feeling like the world is going to be better if men are suddenly out of it right it's like no like you have to look at these divorce rates and realize that there's a huge issue and it's really sad to not have um, a two-parent household. It's crazy. Hey, we're going to begin to the last segment of this episode here. Um, it's heart to heart with Justine. And can we talk about on this, our first inaugural show, the expectations for positivity in relationships? The expectations for positivity? Yes. Like what to look for in your relationship that's going to feel positivity that you're going to sow positivity in. And I think a homework assignment do you're listening to night moods with myself and Justine. This is heart to heart with Justine. She is our monthly relation guru expert. And we're going to be talking transparency as you're listening. And so let's come back and do some, some homework. I got I got a homework assignment for all you night eagles. And if you're in a relationship, doesn't matter how many days you're involved in it or how many years you're involved in it. You know, we all are going to season in and season out. I call it season in, season out. I just experienced it. You, you are an autopilot. You think everything is great. And, mm-hmm. you know, your businesses may be good. If you're in ministry, your ministry is doing what it's supposed to be doing. And your family is in the wind, blowing every which way possible. And so we're going to talk about that. So let's take a, a, a pause here. Push pause. You guys grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab your notebooks, your pops, because we're in the north. We call it pop. I know they call it soda down south. What are they? <laughs> yeah, soda. Soda in California. Grab your stuff. And we're going to come back real quick. And we're going to go in and get uh, some homework assignments about sowing positivity in your relationships. Now, get ready. Get prepared. Um, again, today's episode is brought to you in part by my friends at Logos Bible Software. Um, Logos combines digital books with intelligent software to help you study the Bible deeply, do word studies with one click, and you can search for virtually anything in your Bible and enjoy dozens of features that help you see more in Scripture. Personally, it's like having a Bible study research assistant. So click the link in this episode right now, go ahead and click it, and get your own copy of Logos 10. This is Heart to Heart with Justine. I'm Michael. We're in the lab, and Justine is in the co-chair. We're (laughs) having this transparent talk on faith and relationships, and this is the inaugural inaugural show. Mm -hmm. And you can probably catch this. I'm going to put this out there. Spoiler. This is going to be on uh, Apple Podcasts. So you have Apple Podcasts. You're going to be able to catch Heart to Heart with Justine on Apple Podcasts. So go sign up today. And the channel's Night Moods HQ. And you're going to see a couple of different shows. And over this weekend, you're going to see Heart to Heart. So click on that subscribe support. Justine's bio is going to be put in there so you can contact her. And she has a business, which we're going to talk about as well over the next couple of shows and episodes. But it's all things faith. It's all things relationships. Because coming through something that has cataclysmic been to my life literally destroyed me in january and god placed justine in my life and she was this life preserver when i was looking at 
and Justin would know this. So in the Pacific Ocean, you have swells of water. And in, in Sand Dog, San Diego, we would we'd go to Mission Beach and you can just see the swells of water come in. And I was literally gulping water, thinking everything was great. And I was drowning. Mm-hmm. And uh, when my wife exited stage right, and we'll talk about that too. But when she left, it literally ruined everything for me. And God began throwing me life preservers. Justine was one of them. And since then, we have developed this really kind of cool relationship. Um, Roberto is really kind of a good guy. And I like the fact that he takes care of Justine and, and they sew into me. And it's kind of where we're at. So every month we're going to be doing this faith and relationships. And we want you to be a part of it. If you have a question on faith and relationships, um, send it over to nightmoodshdq at gmail.com or right here in this description. You can ask your question. And throughout the week, if it's for Justine, put a CC Justine. And we'll get it sent over to her and she'll be able to check back in with you. And it's kind of the start of doing something really cool on this on this, on this this show. 15 minutes left to go in the show. How are you feeling, Justine? Great. I feel good, per usual. <laughs> I'm glad you feel better because when you told me what you were dealing with, I was like, I had, I had to do the Google Ooh. search. I'm like, what in the craziness is going on? Yeah. I could not imagine. It was one after another after another. It was literally a cold that kind of felt like the flu, turned into neurovirus, turned into like would not leave me alone. It was like three, <laughs> three, four weeks long. It was insane. So oh everyone God. listening, take care of your health because health is well. <laughs> That's the truth there. And I'm glad that you're on this side of daylight because uh, I know you're, you're dark, dark meaning quiet. Not dark in a dark place. <laughs> it was quiet. I'm like, hey, let me check in. And I'm like, yeah. normal virus. What in the world? <laughs> Get out. And it's crazy because um, I don't think they were really hyping it up as much as they did COVID. Because when I Googled it, apparently it was like a 15% increase, which is oh. huge. And that's just from people that were recorded alone. Like, you know, it's like for me, I was fighting it off on my own, but imagine all the other people that were fighting it off on their own. I'm sure that number is much greater. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, it's just all out of whack. Mm-hmm. Uh, but health is wealth. And as I say, I'll tell you about this at the end of the show tonight. Um, mm-hmm. It's your health is self-care and without yes. health self-care, you're like drowning. Mm-hmm. You're drowning. You're going to be in a hurricane. You're going to be, and it's just not going to go well. So (sighs) positivity in relationships. Now we've asked you guys to send emails or if you have any questions and that's okay, but we got one question. It did come in. So I'm gonna look over here. One question. How do I get myself better and have my wife trust me? Hmm. That's a good question. Now, Jim sent this over. How do I get myself better and have my wife trust me? Well, Jim, we don't have all the information uh, what's going on but i think we talked about it not knowing that we were going to get an email how to get yourself self-care yeah and you have to be honest with yourself jim and like for me i had to be honest with what were my deficiencies in my marriage that led up to january 4th and not knowing having a clue that my wife was going to walk out on a marriage thank the lord she's back home mm-hmm. but you have to literally, like when you when we look in a mirror, Jim, we don't see, we know we're seeing something authentic. We're seeing ourselves from the external. But when you go to look on the internal, that's where it's like the gray zone. So you, for me, I'm going to say, before I pass over to, to Justine, and, you know, she may co-sign, she may go a whole different way, but you, you have to readdress reevaluate you like you see yourself in a mirror and be okay with your role and your responsibilities then but you got to forgive yourself yeah and i i love that answer actually because a lot of people don't realize that when you're in a relationship you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else so mm-hmm. jim what does better look like to you because Uh, Like for me, I love to eat healthy and go to the gym. And like, that's like my better, like I'm self-caring. I'm taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing with the trust is 
your wife not trusting you because of a deeper reason or is she kind of uh, going through, she needs some healing and might be feeling insecure for whatever reason because we all have our insecurities and if she is communicating that with you, um, just ask her, what can I do to just directly, what can I do to make you feel better or, you know, to have you trust me a little bit more, to have you feel more comfortable? Um, should I be responding to my text more? Should I be um, doing once in a while gifts? I mean, your love languages could be completely different. Um, but overall, having that open discussion in the reasons of why she might not be too trusting of you um, is crucial and coming, coming together to that balance of what do I have to do to make sure that my partner is feeling safe and secure. That was good, man. That was good. And I want to add this too, that when you're uncomfortable with coming to your spouse, you're in the right lane. Mm-hmm. Because you have to, you have to work out that uncomfortability to find out where, where what happened to the trust. It's like that love bridge was either sabotaged, Jim, or that love bridge was um, took a missile from a direct hit from families or from uh, uh, a fight that kind of kept going, like was mm-hmm. festering. And every time, you know, whatever situation, I don't know because you only you only left that, but. Um, you have to be okay with being uncomfortable with learning what what are the reasons. But if you don't get an answer, you're going to have to be okay with that too. Mm-hmm. But that self-care that what Justine was saying, I, you're going that's going to have to be your health. That's going to have to be your priority to get you healthy. Mm-hmm. So that you can look at your spouse in a different lens and your love language can be turned around. Yeah. Good question. Boy, this is fun, isn't it? <laughs> Positivities. Um, here's the homework assignment. Heart to heart with Justine. She's in the lab with myself. And coming out of a relationship that I thought was was over on my marriage, um, I had to put in some work. I remember some of the, the, the text message that you would send me. And even when we first initiated the conversations on Twitter, you know, those questions that were hard questions, when I put in the work and realizing that I had to answer from within and not putting blame on anyone else, it, I, I began to see those answers with some uneasiness. But then when I found those answers for myself, that's when the hard work began for me. And so if you're involved and you're listening to this show tonight, in this moment, where are you listening to? I think let's, let's pour some positive seeds into the earth. You're responsible. You're listening. You're a night eagle. You're responsible for picking a seed up and you need to now root the seed inside of your soul so that you can begin rebuilding whatever's broken on the love bridge. So the subject's going to be the love bridge. Now, we want to pour some positivity. Uh, We've been talking about trust, feeling safe, um, being vulnerable, being, and I'll say say this, Justine, being okay with being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not okay with being vulnerable, then no matter how well, you're going to always build around the structure of your love bridge, but you're never going to be on the planks, putting all the planks back in a position would you agree yeah 100% what are some homework assignments for to that we can have them draw out over the next couple of of, of days weeks until we come back on this now if you're if you're in a relationship that is broken your love bridge is broken we're going to just specify in broken love bridges mm-hmm. faith is going to be one of the seeds that you're going to want to begin to chew on, place in your soul. Finding out who you are. Like I had to do some work. I had to do some soul searching. I had to I had to re-examine who I am. So you're a guy listening. 
and your love bridge is broken and you're just at a, you know, you're at a discord. You can't touch your spouse if you wanted to at the 10 foot pole because mm -hmm. you're so disconnected. You're going to need to take care of yourself in this moment. Because if you're unhealthy, you're, you're never going to fix the problem in an unhealthy state. Mm -hmm. Doing some homework, throwing some positivity at the end of the show. Don't have any more questions coming in. That's I okay. think a good homework would be even getting together with your partner and discussing what can I improve on? So like a check-in, you know? So it's like literally asking your partner, what do you think I can improve on? What can I say to you that you can improve on? And then what can we improve on together as a couple? So the together as a couple can be, um, we need to set some more date night outs. Um, I just wish that, you know, there would be um, a teamwork effort in the household chores. Um, and then maybe communication might be something that you guys can improve on. Um, but really making sure that during these check-ins, you're not attacking your partner, but you're genuinely coming from a place where you want your partner to, to be better so that the relationship can be better and so on and so forth. That's how we do it. What a way to end the show. That's kind of, that's huge. Now, these questions are for you guys mm -hmm. to put in the work. Yep. And the cool part is if it works, when it does work, share a praise report. We would mm -hmm. love to know that reconciliations happen. We would love to know that there's healing and unwholeness is, is coming back and your love language is returning. And some relationships may need to go through revival. Yeah. You may need to put some things on your heart and clear and push the button. <laughs> a resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a new season. It's going to, it's going to be good for you guys. Um, again, this is heart to heart with Justine. We're doing this once a month. So every third Friday, we're going to be coming on live stream to help you in faith and relationships. So if you have a question on faith and your relationship, send your email over to nightmoodshdq at gmail.com. I'll spell it out for you. It's N-I-T-E-M-O-O-D-Z-H-D-Q. I'm Michael. She's Justine. We're in the captain's chair in the lab. Two different locations, but we're one purpose, and I mean it. Is transparency helping to bring back your relationship if you want it back? Mm -hmm. But you got to put in the work. Yep. Any closing thoughts, Justine? Um, I know you were saying something about positive seeds. Are we saving that for next week, or because I don't want you to forget about it? Yeah, I won't forget about it. We'll save it for next week. Let's let's okay. do this. We'll save that one for the next show. I think this would be kind of cool. Um, because I liked your homework assignment. That's kind of cool. I wrote it down and it's going to be plastered and we want you guys to take advantage of the homework. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of the homework. It's your relationship. Are you willing to fight for it or are you willing to throw it away? Yes. God, God didn't bring you together to throw you away. Yeah. And not only that, whenever you are leaving that comfort zone, when you feel uncomfortable, that's when you know growth is about to happen. I'm telling you, she's good. <laughs> telling you, it's heart to heart with Justine. I'm telling you, she is good. If you're on Twitter, Justine, what's your Twitter handle if you're on Twitter? It's going to be Miss XJY. That's M I S S X J Y. That is her Twitter handle. Join us on Twitter. Look forward to seeing you guys. I won't see you. We'll look forward to talking to you again on the next installment of Heart to Heart. Let us know what you think of the program. It's the inaugural one. We're kind of getting up all the, the things out of the way so that we can bring some content of quality and truthfully to help you. That's what this yeah. is about, is to help you in your marriage, help you in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And no question is a dumb question except the question you don't ask. Yes. That's just where I'm at. Now, Justine talked about self-care. And I'm going to talk about self-care too. So re, re, remind all the night eagles the importance of self-care. And I'm going to close it with you, with my side. 
Um, importance of self-care, like I said, you have to love yourself before you love anyone else. It teaches others how to love you. It puts a standard of how you should be loved. And also, just giving yourself that love, you're going to be able to give that back out into the world. And with that, remember to bless yourself before you bless others. Mm -hmm. That is self-care. If you can't love and bless yourself, how well are you going to love and bless other people, everyone? Amen. Closing down the lab. This has been fun. Always. Hey, I'll talk to you real soon on the next installment of Heart to Heart. Thanks, Justine. You're awesome. Thank you. I hope you have a great night. Take care, everybody. The lab is closing. Five, four. Good night, everybody. Hey, I think that went. It's stuck. I'm like, it's stuck.